What's good, everybody? It is Thursday, October 7th. This is the Early Edge, your daily sports betting show of record. We are powered by the almighty sports line, the best value in all of sports betting. And sometimes losses hurt worse than others. And last night was an absolute gut punch. Light day on the on, on the show yesterday, but we had the Cardinals. And, uh, well, you know, they walked off. So not only did they lose, they lost on the run line. And all of it was a disaster late last night. Uh, so it is what it is. But let's bring in the stars of the show because we don't wallow. No, no, no. That's because week five of the NFL season starts tonight. Matty Severance. Good morning, sir. Yeah, I got just three words, man. F Chris Taylor, because I was on the Cardinals run line. And, um, you know, why couldn't the Dodgers do to Taylor what the Mets did in game five of the NLCS when they mobbed Robin Ventura on the base pass? He had hit a walk-off grand slam, but they didn't allow him to touch home plate, so it became a walk-off uh, RBI single. So that would have been nice, but unfortunately, I guess players have learned their lesson. That's one of the greatest covers of all time, because I also bet that game. It was a long time ago, but that's one of the greatest covers of all time on an over and an under in a baseball game ever. M Squared, good morning, sir. Good morning, coach. How's everybody doing today? I am fired up because we have afternoon baseball again in the playoffs. Double whammy. Love it. Having a great morning. Let's go. You always we get that big old smile on his face. You know, it has something to do with afternoon something. All right. Two playoff games today, which I'm fired up for. A.B. on the ones and the twos. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Coach. Good morning, everybody. Look, I love that we have multiple college games tonight. We've got NFL. We're getting close to matching on Tuesday nights. We're in the thick of football season. I love it. And I just put in some plays for the Shriners. The PGA Tour also starts today, too. We got a lot of stuff going. Maestro, good morning. Good morning. I'm sensing several sports line showdowns between this show and the evening show tonight. So let's go. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the evening show, I'm glad you teased that ahead. As always, on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern time, we'll be right here live. Follow our YouTube page. Turn on the notifications so you know the second new content falls into your feet. Speaking of new content, I also did an MMA episode yesterday. It is in your feed right now. UFC back at it this Saturday. And Andrew Gumbus is all over six different plays on that show. So check it out. All right, let's get into storylines that could affect the betting lines today. And Maddie, you're on the single team that still has a zero on the right side of their record. What do you got today? Yeah, it's very rare to have resolution on the last unbeaten team prop, you know, already just in four weeks in. Um, the Lions, we expected as the last winless team, they were second favorites. But Arizona was a plus 4,000 longer shot to be the last unbeaten. That is the earliest we were down to one unbeaten since 2014. And just to note that the last unbeaten team hasn't won the Super Bowl since the 2006 Colts started 14-0. Uh, Another note in Arizona, um, on Sunday versus the Niners, the Cards can become the sixth team to score at least 30 points in each of their first five games, and four of the few previous five did advance to the Super Bowl. If I smell a I smell a team total bet coming up in that Cardinals game coming up on Sunday. I really, really do. By the way, the bosses called me while you were talking, Matty Severance, and I apologize. The UFC episode, MMA episode, not up till this afternoon. Again, that's why you turn on your notifications. So if I make a mistake... You still aren't affected. All right, let's move on. A.B., I know you're all over Derrick Henry this week. What do you got? Yeah, Coach, we've got the uh, annual Titans-Jaguars matchup, which is always an NFL favorite. I know people love that one. They look forward <laughs> to it. Mark it on the calendar. But one thing that I want people to know, if you haven't paid attention to this, Derrick Henry, a Jacksonville native, no team in the NFL has suffered the brunt of Derrick Henry like the Jaguars. In his short career alone, 
He's already rushed for over a thousand yards against them by himself with multiple touchdowns. And his last game against them, he went for, uh, you know, only 255 yards. Right. So I just want you to know that uh, Derrick Henry props this week against that team. Yeah. Just keep an eye out for that. Oh, did you say the magic word prop? Let's not forget Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern in your feed. Our NFL prop special. We had somebody last Monday night live on the show, didn't we, Mikey? He said, you guys should do this show on Friday. It literally stops us in our tracks. I was like, we <laughs> literally do a show every Friday at 2 o'clock Eastern time. Crazy. Crazy. All right, Maestro, I know that not a lot of people are focused on the Lions this week. However, in your storyline, they are involved. What do you got? Yeah, this line opened a little over a touchdown. I was coming towards Detroit, and I thought it was going to get down to seven, and it just stopped at seven and a half, and now it's all the way up to Minnesota, minus nine, which seems like a high line given they only scored seven points last week, but that was against the Browns, and now the Lions are just decimated by injuries. That's what I wanted to talk about. Hawkinson didn't practice. Panay Sewell didn't practice. They lost their top pass rusher. They're without their center. They're without their left tackle, Taylor Decker, so they are just decimated. Sewell, though, you know, the first-round pick, he has has not been good. So I'm not sure how much of a downgrade it is. He gave up two sacks and seven pressures last week to the Bears. Uh, but still, big concern uh, just with the depth on that O-line and the Vikings obviously in big time bounce back mode. Uh, great nuggets. Educate, entertain. It's all about who's playing, but sometimes it's also about who is not playing. All right, let's get into our board for the day. And as we just mentioned, so many different sports are going on tonight in a really good football team. If you haven't seen them play yet this year in college, Coastal Carolina, they have really developed this program into a really strong program, just right below that top tier. So 7.30 Eastern tonight, we're going to go with Coastal Carolina. Now we're laying 19 and a half points. However, hear me out. Arkansas State, they've lost four in a row by an average of 21.8 points per game. Coastal Carolina, the last two weeks, 53 points, 50 points. They are rolling offensively, and they will roll tonight by more than 20 points. All right. Now, sometimes when you have a gut punch, like we had last night with the Cardinals in the run line, you need somebody like flip the switch, change the energy. Oh, and I feel like it's going to happen right here and right now. So M squared. You know the drill, son. Give it to me. All right, Coach. I'm going to hit you with what might feel like another gut punch to you because I'm going to play an under here on the ah! show tonight, and that's going to be ah! the, ah! <laughs> the no, I'm kidding. under 54 and a half in this Monday or this Thursday night football game here between Seattle and Los Angeles for a couple of reasons. This number is just a little too high for my simulations. Look at the sports line computer. We have it at 50 on the site as well. My number is 51 and a half. But like the under here, so the defense or offensive coordinator, Shane Waldron, was a former McVay staffer. We know what McVay likes to do defensively. They're going to have the two high safeties. They're basically going to beg you to run the football to try and have some success. Now, they're going to especially do that tonight with Chris Carson banged up, potentially out. They're going to beg this Seattle offense to run the football to the point where they're going to have to to try and open things up. I think that's going to help the under here quite a bit. Now, looking at Seattle, they have only run 52 plays per game, which is dead last in the NFL by a pretty considerable margin. This Rams team is 26th in the NFL in terms of number of plays run. Uh, they're both going to be content to slow it down. Yes, they will take deep shots. Yes, they have big play ability. 
but this clock is going to be rolling in this game. So I like the under 54 and a half. I saw some questions in the chat. Yes, I would tease this one up to 60, uh, 60 and a half, or uh, depending on what you can get at your book, but I do like that move. And then my second play, Robert Woods, over 21 and a half receiving yards. If you followed anything in the media here, he's obviously complaining a lot. McVeigh has addressed it publicly. I think the reason he's addressed it publicly is because this is an absolutely elite matchup for him. We know that this is a spot where they're going to be able to throw. The Seahawks defense can't really cover anyone. They're the opposite here. They run the single high safety, so there's going to be opportunities for deeper shots down the field. And then they had some real issues against the left cornerback, which is typically where Robert Woods is going to be lining up. I think this is a great spot for them to get him as targets. I like the over 21 and a half yards for his longest reception. Real quick question. When you're teasing that under up to 60, do you have anything that you would tease it with or just uh, advise people that one side take whatever they are and then tease that up to, to 60? Uh, which, I would, which would you do? Personally, I would tease it with the Rams and I would get the Rams at plus three and a half. That's uh, okay. the way I would go on it. Yeah. Okay. Very good. We love those same game teasers. All right. Moving on. Maddie Severance. I know you got a little potpourri for us today. The floor is yours. Yeah, three plays from uh, t- tonight's action. Although, frankly, I'll be watching none of the games but Squid Game instead. That show has a hold oh of me. Like, what the Bachelorette does on you, man. Uh, <laughs> that show is an addiction. Oh, I do love it. <laughs> um, we'll start with baseball. Um, I'm a White Sox fan, but I don't think today's game uh, lines up well for them uh, in Houston. Uh, I like the Astros, uh, 135, 130, whatever it is now. Um Jose Abreu might not play. Uh, he's sick. He didn't even travel with the team originally. I guess it's not COVID, but if he couldn't travel, you know, until late, I wonder if he if he even 100% if he can play. That'd be a huge loss, obviously. Uh, Lance Lynn has just one win in his final 10 regular season starts. Wasn't really the same guy in the second half. And he, Houston, he always pitches terrible in Houston for some reason. Uh, he was bombed there earlier this year. And then, he, you know, Astros pitcher Lance McCullers is – you know, one of the best young right handers in the American League, and he dominated Chicago in two starts this year. So I definitely like the Astros on the money line that one, unfortunately. Um, college, I like Houston uh, minus six over Tulane. I think it might be up to six and a half, and it might get to seven. And I think it's Tulane. I always get Tulane and Tulsa mixed up. <laughs> I do too. Same thing. I, I do couldn't too. get into either, so whatever. Um, <laughs> the offenses are pretty equal um, in this one, but um, Houston's defense is much, much better. The Cougars are allowing just 9.3 points over their past four, and they lead the AAC in several categories. You might want to keep an eye on the first quarter, first quarter line type thing as Houston has scored a points 59-7 to seven in the first quarter this season. And Tulane's only win is versus Morgan State. Um, the Green Wave, Golden Wave, Golden Hurricane, whatever, which, again, they won there. Um, they played really well week one Oklahoma. They seem to kind of like flatline since then. So I like Houston on that one. And I'm going to take the Seahawks and the points tonight against the Rams. I'm going to hold out and wait till hope it gets to three, although I don't think it will. Um, both teams have terrific primetime records in recent years. Um, the difference in my mind is Russell Wilson has performed in all those for Seattle. And Matthew Stafford's kind of new to him, you know, playing for the Lions. Really got to be in primetime. Maybe that doesn't matter. It does. The Seattle's 9-1 the past 10 as a home dog. And um, it's supposed to get uh, tight end Gerald Everett back. He's a big part of Waldron's offense. Lines up in the backfield. Lines up with Whiteout sometimes. So that should be a big plus for them. I like Seattle getting the points. All right. There is a reason that I had the Lady Keller go before my man, A.B., who is also today on the ones and the twos. So, A.B., you know what I'm smelling right now. <clears throat> Let's see if you're smelling it. What do you got? Yeah, coach, I'm smelling what the coach is cooking over here, and it smells <laughs> like a showdown uh, to me because, yeah. look, 
I have three plays, but first off, I'm going to, I was just going to say real quick. I noticed that uh, Maddie's dog stairs aren't there. I was wondering where those went. So, um, yeah. <laughs> All right. So really quick. Yeah. We got that extra to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first, we're going to go Rams minus two and a half tonight. Look, uh, everything that, that M squared laid out in regards to the Seahawks, I completely agree. They're running the, the least amount of plays in the NFL. And, and with the Rams, there's nothing that they need to change. They just got beat by arguably the best and most explosive offense in the NFL. I like them on a short week. I like them on the road because this is a professional team that doesn't have to change anything. Just you lost, show up win a game, right? Like, I think that's how we're going to get tonight. Sean McVay's 5-1 and one against the spread off a division loss. The Seahawks are 2-5 and five against the spread in their last seven off a division win. Second play, we're going to go Ole Miss minus 5.5 at home against Arkansas. Look, Arkansas and Ole Miss both had their doors blown off last weekend against Georgia and against Alabama, respectively. You have a home game for Ole Miss. Early kick. I think that there's going to be some residual stink on Arkansas here uh, off of that loss. And I trust the offense and what Matt Corral and Lane Kiffin are going to be able to do. So I'll take that five and a half. Third play, Titans minus four against the Jaguars. We spoke about Derrick Henry earlier. He is the actual mayor of Duval. He's owned Jacksonville since the day he jumped in the NFL. But look, I know this Titans team like no one else. When everyone jumps off, that's when you jump on because Mike Vrabel is lethal in these situations. Since 2020, they are 100% straight up and 100% against the spread off of an upset loss. They've already done it once this year. You saw they lost Arizona, came back, won against Seattle. This is exactly what they do. I know they're banged up. They've got some issues, but they win this game. So, yep. Those three. Wow. Wow. Incredible nuggets. And by the way, Arkansas, anytime you play Georgia, it's going to take you a couple of weeks to rebound from that just physical beatdown that they took as a uh, a superficial top 10 team, shall we say. All right. You know, when we get to this part of the show, it's really where I feel it because he is our heartbeat. He is our leader and he is our pulse. Maestro. I'm just going to lean back. Just gonna listen to the dulcet tones. Give it to me, baby. What do you got? All right. Well, I wish we could have recorded late yesterday when Jamal Adams tackle prop was minus five point was five point five minus one thirty. I played it. I had to go on HQ. I went on HQ. I came back. It was six point five. I was so upset because, but I still like it enough to play it. And now it's minus one twenty at six point five. So maybe it's even gonna go to seven point five. This guy has thirty two tackles this year. That's eight per game. He's not blitzing as much as he did last year. Only two blitzes last week, only 13 this year. He's playing more coverage. The Seahawks are playing more dime. Mike talked about the Seahawks running the fewest plays. They are last in time of possession. I think that means the Rams are going to have a lot of plays, a lot of completions, a lot of tackles for Jamal Adams. So I'm going over six and a half tackles plus assists. Yeah, it's going to be interesting where this number is at and uh, the price it is when we start our evening show, Early Edge Live at 7 p.m. Eastern time tonight. I'm really going to see how much uh, the market moves because we know they watch you guys and then the numbers change. We've seen it happen time and time and time again. All right, we're up against it. Grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here is the recap, and it looks absolutely glorious. I love it when it looks like this. M squared, we're on two plays now. We're going to go under 54 and a half, and then Robert Ward's longest reception over 21 and a half yards. Then Maestro, so far, just one play. Jamal Adams over 
Tackles and assists 6.5. Get it right now. Then Maddie Severs three plays. Astros on the money line today over the White Sox. Then Houston minus six. That's college football. And then the Seahawks in Thursday night football in the NFL. Then AB, did you guys ever settle that? Are we doing a sports line showdown? I know AB's in. Maddie? Sure. Boom! <laughs> I could buy Alan another scarf for his meat locker. <laughs> 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 well right. played. That's well played. Well played. All right. So we do have a sports line showdown, and I'm we're gonna uh, the official number. I'm calling it right now is two and a half. Two and a half is the official number for the sports line showdown bet. Then we're gonna go Ole Miss minus five and a half over Arkansas. Then Titans minus four over the Jags. One play from sports line tonight. Uh, today, Coastal Carolina minus nineteen and a half. And don't forget, if you're not a member of sports line yet, and you don't win, and today you notice I didn't say anything about the like button. I want you guys to handle it here in the morning. And then the afternoon, we're going to give away so many. I'm going to negotiate with the bosses today to see how many I can give away tonight. All right, the AB3 plus 396. Rams money line. Astros money line. Rays on the money line. Oh, yeah, the Rays are playing tonight, too. Two baseball games tonight. All right. Let's get the energy turned around. It's Thursday, the official start to the NFL week, and we are fired up. So let's get – you've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire crew, M Squared, Maddie, the maestro, ABs on the ones and the twos, I am the coach. Remember, turn on those notifications. You never know. When new content is going to drop right into your feed, like our MMA episode later today. We'll see you at 7 p.m. Eastern. Tell your friends the is the early edge. Good luck. Mm-hmm.